because no one wants to come to the East because why? 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 They're afraid of LeBron James. I really don't want to hear about the Magic anymore. I really just think that that should just be leveled and made a parking lot. You're in the heat of the moment. You're in the heat of the conversation. Screw it, man. Say what's on your mind. Snapchat is your greatest ally, but it's also your greatest enemy. <laughs> this is Star Wars? What are you doing? <laughs> They're a sound football team, and it's hard to bet against them. That's all I'm saying. Very That's all I'm saying. They, out of all the teams in the country, they're sound. They're a very sound football team. Like, we should all do, like, a mass suicide in Seattle. Down. Let's go watch the game and just hang ourselves. I better have these Kyries on. Which has and not I'm happened doing. in, like, three months. Dude, it's okay. It's okay. Just take your socks off. Take oh, her gosh. socks off. She takes yours off. You guys are, like, entwined, like, doing a spider thing. I'm slurring. I'm swaying. It's Bucks Falcons Thursday night. Here's how we do. <laughs> Best intro ever. Y'all like intertwine like a spider thing. What the hell was I, I like that. About? The intertwine like a spider thing. Oh, Visual. Man. Yeah. I'm, okay. I forgot we even talked about that. I, I was. That's how slurring and swaying I was on Sunday. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I didn't think you were that bad. I didn't think so either. I listened to myself. And I even had a cigar pre podcast, so you think I'd be real bad. Oh, my gosh, dude. I was. I was. Dude, I, I started. I didn't start really drinking until I knew you were coming over. Oh yeah, and okay. I just started to hammer fist, and I'm like, I am tonight. <laughs> sure, it's gonna be a rough morning. I got a big visit tomorrow. Ah, yeah, VP and everybody else coming in. I'm just gonna be like black eyed, looking like a wow. zombie. Yeah, <laughs> dang. Okay, well, I respect that. Well, <laughs> anyway, it's facts, lies, and one truth. That was our new intro. If you did not see and hear the episode from Sunday, that one is a treat. I'm not gonna say best one. I'm not saying that it is a treat. It, it was for sure. Yes, it was. It was all of it. We talked about Snapchat, Snapchat. We talked about Snapchat. We talked about socks on. Or, oh, my God. Did you see the title on, on, on iTunes? I did. Socks on or socks off. And that's why I didn't know if that was the right one. I was like, what? <laughs> talked, so if you don't know what I'm saying, it's probably a good thing. Just go listen. Uh, we talked about socks on or socks off. We also touched on a little bit of the all-star game and the, and the dunk contest and the chili fest that I went to on Saturday. It's totally worth it. Listen, I did pet peeves of Snapchat and then we went into why people have Snapchat. It's, it's very interesting. It, it's, it's definitely for entertainment and yes. it was funny. Uh, update. We have a Heisman ballot out whoop, whoop. on our, on our Facebook page, facts, lies and one truth Facebook page. Please go and vote. It's a bracket that we've done. If you have, if you don't know us, we have done brackets in the past. Yes. Um, we've done our NBA best teams. We've also done, geez, I don't know. We've done so many. We've also done like a top quarterbacks to play in any system list. Yeah, we've, we've had some good ones. Mm-hmm. We've had some good ones. For, for the hardcore fans out there. Yeah. You know which what we've done what we haven't done. So please go vote. If you don't know all the names, that's okay. Vote for the guys you like or at least you've heard of. I would say do mascots, but you may not know the mascot. That's okay, too. Just get on there and vote. Be active. Your vote is recorded. We say it on air. We hash it out, blah, blah, blah. That'll be going on next Tuesday is when we will we'll show the results of that. But I want to remind you all, it's pinned at the top of the page there, I think. I know our podcast is on. But anyway, it's been the last couple posts on there. It's got the little Heisman dude trophy there. I think I've shared it out, too, recently on my page. So if you don't see it on our Facebook page, you could definitely go to my page and you'll see it there as well. Um, let's go vote. Give us what you think. Uh, yeah, let us know. We're on iTunes. 
We're on Google, Facebook Live again. And speaking of Facebook Live, I, I told you about this last time. Oh, wait, Tuesday, so last week. And they changed, since they updated the app, they changed it on me. So before I did the uh, vertical look. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? I do. Uh, I know we're looking at your Facebook like we're yeah, staring like we're, in your like, eyes, like but we're looking this. at my iPad here. So if we, we, we broadcast from my iPad live. And we used to do vertical, and it would fill the screen. Yeah. So now with the new update, which I tried to do when we started this whole thing back in August of 2016, I wanted to do the horizontal look because mm-hmm. I wanted to fill the screen, and you know it's better on your phone if you watch it horizontal. You know how you watch YouTube videos? You want to yeah. watch more? Yeah, yeah. Turns out, so I try to do that, and and they did not support the horizontal shot. They do now, but now they recommend the horizontal shot yeah. because if you do it vertical, you kind of get the blurred or blacked out yeah. edges. So, so now we're doing the horizontal look. So it looks a lot better, I think, overall. You kind of see more of our beautiful faces yeah. and how and we it look. fits better once you took the shelf off the wall. Oh yeah, the Speak, shelf yeah, that you, yeah, dude. You took down. I yeah. am still feeling. I know. Thank, see now, Kendra can watch, so now I can officially, officially apologize to her. And it, it's great, man. I feel so bad. About I mean, everything that. was on there was over here, a little especially bit over here. when I was like, I felt a little bit better last time when you said, uh, you know, I'll put that up tomorrow. And I was like, okay, cool. He'll have it up before she gets home. Nice. Like, dude, I didn't even get up to like This could be like a no harm, no foul kind of thing. No. Nah, and man. then, you know, the first it's- thing I get when I walk in is, hey, you like to tear down shit? <laughs> like- well, she didn't listen to the podcast, and I was listening to it on the way home, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I forgot that that even came down on Monday. <laughs> I forgot that you took it, that you you lovingly took it down and threw it on the floor. And oh yeah, it's it's yeah. down. It's but uh, yeah, it's down and out. Oh, that's um, good, man. That's I'm, okay. I'm, it's all right. It's so right. I'm not really looking at your iPad. I'm looking at the holes in the wall. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. It's got character. It's think, awesome. Yeah, thank God. Uh, yeah, it's all. It's, it's whatever. Yeah, it's clearly whatever because it's still down there. Makes for good podcast. Oh gosh. Um, so All-Star Weekend was this past weekend for the NBA. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much kind of the last one besides, I don't know if NASCAR still left, and um, that's really about it. I what think. do you mean? In terms of, like, you know, NFL's already had theirs. Yes. Um, NHL's already had theirs. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR's kind of got a race, so they haven't, obviously, they're just starting. Yeah. Um, the NASCAR. MLB hasn't had theirs, so I guess that's technically not right. That's in when, like June? Something like that. Something like that, right? Yeah, you get a million dollars for winning it. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, it's not really an all-star weekend for me for MLB. It's it's the home run derby. Right. I mean, is there a skills challenge or anything else? Or is it just home run no. derby? and No skills is, challenge. Why is a skills challenge? I don't know. Maybe, like, you get, like, 20 balls hit at you in, like, a rapid time, and you got to snag them. Like, yeah. It'd like, be kind of crazy. And then fire them. Like, everyone has to play shortstop, and you grab it and throw yeah. it at first or yeah, something cool. Yeah, as fast cool. as you can. Yeah. That'd be kind of dope. Like, throwing tennis balls at them. Like, how many times can you throw out a, a, a runner from center field on the fly? Yeah. That counts as an out. Or like wiffle ball tournament or something like something well, cool. They man. have that like softball, slow pitch softball game amongst the celebrities. Uh, yeah, but that I mean it, that's cool if you're there. I just don't want to watch that. I, I really don't care that Jose Canseco's coming out spanking softball yeah, covers I mean, off the of softball. I, I, I watched it when I was a kid growing up because I had nothing else to do with my life. But now I, I, I skip. Yeah, I don't. But, watch but it. I, maybe that's what makes the Major League Baseball All Star Game great is. The home run derby. Do what you do well. Home run, long balls, man. I, I I love watching that, even when if I don't know anybody in there. There's been years I'm like I don't even know who that is. You know. Yeah, and, especially recently. Um, 
with all like obviously King Griffey's well out of it, but yeah. Prince Fielder's now kind of out of it because he's kind of got banged up and a little older. Well, he's 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 out altogether, didn't he retire? Right. Well, he's, I'm he's just done. saying he was kind of a king there for a yeah. while. David Ortiz never retired. And he's a local well. guy out of Brevard County. There you go. You know him and and his dad. You know, old man Fielder. So now we kind of got like the Giancarlo Stantons now. Yeah, a part of the, the 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 power crowd. That was just that's just fun to me. And, and the yeah. NBA All Star Game was just. I, I thought the skill, like we said, I thought the skills challenge was worthless. I, I went, I rewatched the three point contest because I, I love watching Eric Gordon put cool. on that. Clinic. That's kind of like a home run derby thing. And then I, I was, I, I think Sunday, I was really kind of, uh, you know, we did this during the All Star game. Game, yeah. And then we got done, and I really didn't appreciate it. I went back, and they had the rerun on NBA TV. I think on Monday, so I was sitting there watching on Monday. It really wasn't bad. Which part? The All Star game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it really wasn't bad. Oh, you didn't think it was bad. Okay. Well, and what I mean by that is, is yeah, do I prefer Larry and Jordan Magic? And, and the East is trying to beat the West, and the West is trying to beat the East, and they're they're actually playing defense. They're hard fouls, and you're like, okay, but you know, they want to start jocking on Larry. Larry's like, well, that's not my problem. I get a bonus if I win. You know, so why would you not want to play? But it was just entertaining. The All Star Game was very entertaining. I mean, LeBron must have dunked the ball sixteen times. I think they all seem like they all were yeah. dunking it. And, and so they, they mentioned on the radio today, why not have a dunk contest where you fans get to vote on the best dunk during the All-Star game? That's cool. You know, I mean, because LeBron had some – I mean, I didn't really realize or maybe I had forgotten or kind of pushed it, suppressed my feelings about LeBron. That dude can absolutely jump. Hey, this guy, can he? Been in the league, what, nine years? And he can still get his head over That's the That's impressive. Definitely one of the best athletes of all time. Yeah. Him and Bo Jackson yeah. kind of in there. Um, it was the best rating for an All-Star game since 2013. I saw men. that. I saw that. Um, now, but the only question is, I don't know if it's a question, it's kind of a statement, is I did not watch it. I watched the highlights after just because I wanted to see some dunks. Yeah. Um, wrong with that but i did see uh the one that i only saw one time the entire weekend or the entire highlight show after post game was uh curry tried to go for steph curry which the point guard for the golden state warriors try to go for a simple rebound no one offensive rebounds in the Mm -hmm. all-star game you know you kind of shoot your three and you move on or dunk sorry well the time you don't miss in the all-star game also true because no one's guarding you so steph curry goes up to grab a rebound and he, you know, just reaches his, I don't have a fan, but he reaches his one arm up. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, yes. there we go. Yeah. God, skies up and grabs it and jams it on his head. And he's like, this cat, trying to ball out. <laughs> one of the most underrated talents in the league. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the next LeBron when LeBron leaves. Yes. The dude is absolutely maybe You haven't seen him for the Milwaukee Bucks. He is kind of like a small forward, power forward hybrid, kind of like LeBron is now. He is, he's Greek. They mm-hmm. call him the Greek freak. Mm-hmm. He has massively long arms, kind of like if you're an old school guy, Tayshaun Prince. Um, I don't know who else would be kind of old school long arms like that. Stacy Ogman. Okay, there you go. Uh, yeah, people like that. Okay, so yeah, so you got very long arms. If you're a new school, Brandon Ingram kind of thing, real yeah. long arms, real big dude. Um, and yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. The reason uh, – did you tell me this? Correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the main reason he's probably not a top five player conversation is because you can't pronounce because his name. Because you can't pronounce his name. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's there's two guys. There's him and there's somebody else 
you cannot pronounce their last name, so you just kind of go, I don't, I'm not, you know, it's just not on your mind. Yeah, it's not on your mind, and it's just weird. Any place for the Bucks, which is not a big yeah. market because it's outside Correct. Chicago. Everybody focuses on Chicago up there. But, yeah, he's <laughs> he's pretty incredible. He's got great stats this and year. If you watch the games, the, the commentators are trying to come up with the, the kind of the abbreviated version of his yeah. name, like something to call him, so that way you'll remember him, but nothing sticks, nothing yeah. makes sense. It's tough because I had a. I remember when I was living in Cincinnati, I had a, I kind of like a. It wasn't really a bet, but it was kind of like a challenge with a, another buddy of mine, and it was like I'll give you a week to learn how to pronounce his name, and whoever, <laughs> if you can't pronounce it, you owe me this. You yeah. know what I mean? And he didn't get yeah. it right, but and I studied because he he said it in an interview one time, and I just sit there and watch that YouTube video like twenty times in a row to try to get it right. Yeah, yeah, but everybody's pronounces it differently because it's freaking weird. Well, you it's know, spelled weird. What I thought was cool was the Russell Westbrook alley oop to Kevin Durant. Oh, you mean you know, like Kevin Durant to West Westbrook? The, yeah, there you the go. First yeah, quarter Ke- or whatever. Yeah, um, I, I thought that was cool. And- I don't think there was any major beef there anyway. I think that they, at the end of the day, when when Team A is versus Team B, and you're on Team A and I'm on Team B, I'm going to talk shit because I want to beat you because you're a friend of mine. Yeah, I want to win. You know, you want to beat me, so we're going to jaw a little bit if we got heated. Sure, if this shit got real. Sure, especially if the crowd was in but it. They already supposedly hate each other i don't i'm not on board with that and they're throwing inner you know they're 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 lobbing i didn't know how to expect russell westbrook and kevin durant to play together for the all-star oh okay sorry for the game yeah oh i did and they threw a little alley-oop and then both afterwards like this me you think does change anything i i are they just playing into this i think that i think they are a little bit if you're if you're unfamiliar with it kevin durant was on the same team as russell westbrook who's Mm -hmm. probably going to win most valuable player for the nba this season um, Kevin Durant left for the Golden State Warriors. I'm sure you're familiar with that. They um, won the championship two years ago, lost last season to the Cavs. But anyway, Kevin Durant's now on that team. They've come back together for this All-Star game. Everybody was expecting turmoil. Uh, and it was really. almost there. It w- because like they're shown like as they're kind of walking in. Yeah. You know, and Russell Wilson was like, oh, what up to the to the bouncer? And then, yeah. you know, KD kind of walks around. And I'm like, ah, come on. That's almost... You're almost trying too hard. I think they were like they were they were decent friends when they were at the um, the Thunder. I don't I wouldn't say best buds by any yeah. mean. They weren't doing a podcast together. Yeah, but they they definitely were buddies. And I think that Kevin Durant probably caught himself in a weird situation and chose the Warriors. And Russell Westbrook was a little salty because I thought they were kind of bash brothers in a way. Yeah, and they're not. And, and they weren't that close. I mean, but that doesn't mean they hate each maybe other. Maybe that's how Westbrook's taking it. Like, I thought we were closer than that. We're really not. That's and, exactly what he's doing. You no, know, you, you told everybody else before you told me that you were leaving. Yeah. Because, I mean, how do you tell your best buddy that, hey, man, uh, yeah. uh, you know, hey, J- Jerry, listen, um, uh, I'm taking this uh, taking this job out at uh, Boise State. You know, you, you tell everybody yeah, else first, and then finally you'd sit down with me at some point, but you never get that chance because next thing you know, you're on a flight to Boise State. Who, who's pay, who pays good money, better team. Yeah. Better opportunity, but I wouldn't be salty about it. I mean, we have got this podcast thing, and what we'd figure it out afterwards. Yeah, but we just we just almost beat that team, or we, you know what I mean? We're yeah. better. We're better together. Yeah. Where the hell you you going with the enemy? That's a little bit different because I I, I, I could follow you in my life, but <laughs> Russell Westbrook couldn't follow him. No, there. I don't but think he would want to. I get I the animosity. I get the, the man. I get the animosity, but um, from a from a spectator perspective, I hope it just gets worse. I don't think it will, but I would love to see the player rivalry there of trying to compete i mean if they want to do the wwe you know yeah. do wrestling and like Please just do. start really getting going because that's, that's kind of what it's like because now they're they're almost trying too hard to hate each other 
You know what I mean? Like you just get that sense like they really don't hate each other. Now they're just doing it because that's what the media wants, and that's okay. Yeah. It makes for good television. It makes for us to talk about it on a podcast. Exactly. Makes no. it for radio. I, I I just want them to kind of hate each other fake. Just do it fake. Sell it, whatever. And it Russell Westbrook's hilarious. Because anyway. I mean, based on what we're seeing, they're not really missing Kevin Durant. Uh, stay on the NBA topic. Yeah. Um, we, the, the, DeMarcus Cousins just recently got traded from the Kings. Yes, he did. He was there for uh, was it six seasons. I don't know. He, he was a, he's a great player at Kentucky. Uh-huh. Great player at Kentucky. And um, actually ended up being a very good player for the Kings. He's awesome. And he just recently got traded to the New Orleans Pelicans, which also have another Kentucky player, Anthony Davis, if you're familiar with him. He actually won a national championship yes. with that team. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how. That Kentucky team with DeMarcus Cousins, Eric Bledsoe, and John Wall did not win a national championship on their side. But either way, that was still a very good team. I I saw on Colin uh, on the herd uh, Monday while I was laying on my couch, uh, recovering from Sunday. Trying to take another nap, round two. Yeah, the third nap. Um, You know, he was showing like the all star team from the big colleges, North Carolina, Kentucky, you know. UCLA and UCLA has been great. And then he would have their all-star team and then he would have how many titles they've won. So DeMarcus cousins, uh, Anthony Davis wall, zero NBA titles. Yeah. From the, from the all-star teams, you know, the all-star guys, I guess, or whatever you want to say from the all-star team from Kentucky or from anywhere from Kentucky. Zero. With re- with response to that, to give them a – Calipari is kind of a newer school coach in Kentucky. I don't know. I think what he get there in 08 maybe or something like that. So, again, those players have just gotten kind of the NBA and they're having a career now. You know what I'm saying? John Wall is one of his early guys having a career now. You know, Derek Rose was his Memphis guy. You feel me? Yeah. So he's still having a career now. Now, I'm not saying that Derrick Rose is going to win a title. Well, I'm yeah. just telling you, they're in their careers where um, players at UCLA, and I'm assuming he had some old school guys in there, not necessarily Collison or Westbrook or Love. You have some old school cats in there? You're talking about from uh, from from Kentucky? No, UCLA. No, he did. He, he had some old school dudes. Yeah, he had a couple, but he had he had. Uh, I'm West. sure he had Westbrook and Love and Collison and no. and Farmar. No, oh, he didn't uh, have those guys. No, um, and I I would I would have to. Uh, Did, didn't Lou Alcindor play there? Yeah, had Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Exactly. Sorry, I went with the college um, name. But those guys have won titles. Westbrook. Um. God, now, now I should have had this pulled up. I mean, Ryan um, Hollins was on on one of those great Final Four teams. But with that said, those teams, A, they didn't win a national championship. None of them did. And B, and I'm talking about the newer school kids, and B, uh, their careers are still ongoing. They, they, they are. So I'm not, they are. Now, so I'm not going to sit here and knock the, the newer – school kids of like wall and Collie Stein and Davis and cousins and Bledsoe because their careers are at best halfway over. They are. But I think what he was trying to say was, I mean, if you had to get, go and get a player, you're better off not going and getting a Kentucky player. I see. I don't, I'm not, I think that's where he's going. I, I I kind of agree with you. I mean, Anthony Davis is a stud. Yeah. I just think he absolute stud. And I think DeMarcus cousins is, is, pretty damn good in his own right as well but i think what he's saying is is if you're going to go after somebody go after a school 
that 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 is you have a better chance of getting greatness out of than you do just an average player. I like how he went about that. I mean, it's very a Colin type approach to that. It's it is ingenious for him, but it I'm make, not. It that's one of the sense. ones I'm not on board with. It makes sense. You like it? No, it makes sense. Okay, Be, but I would still take Anthony Davis any day of the week and twice on Sunday. All day, if I did build a team around a guy who's young, we were talking about that, he's really young. Was he 21, 22? Davis? Yeah. Yeah, 22. Yeah. I would take that guy all day long. I don't give a crap about the stats and what, what Kentucky brings yeah, you know, I mean, for championships or anything else. Great player. I mean, big sc- I mean, Kentucky's been a contender year in and year out, but it just doesn't seem like they put out the same talent of person. But, I mean, it, it's who, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke. Kentucky, UCLA, maybe UConn, Michigan State. I mean, there's so many colleges that get so much great talent. I, I don't yeah. know how you can try to take analytics and go, yeah. who, who, you know, what what schools. Now, I think Colin's trying to say is that there's there's these other schools that produce better players overall. It's tough because I think it's kind of like the NFL in comparison, and that's a cowherd approach to it. Half of the NFL – were undrafted players. Half of them were undrafted that are on teams today. Half of them. Yeah. In the NBA, it's not all your starters are not Duke, UCLA, Kentucky, Kansas, Gonzaga. No, they're, all, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're they're generally kind of lower. I mean, look at Damian Lillard. What is it? Weber State. Yeah. I mean, look at Lamarcus Aldridge, Texas. I mean, they're not even ranked this year. I mean. Well, Kevin Durant was from Texas. I mean, he, like if you, huh? Kevin Durant was. Yeah, there. Kevin Durant's from Texas. Uh, yeah. Right, but they were ranked that year. They were very good. They were, and they didn't win a title though. They made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Steph Curry, Davidson, right? Steph, yep, Steph Curry was Davidson. Clay Thompson's Washington State. Uh, yeah, yeah. James, he was. James Harden's what? Florida State. Florida State. Yeah. No, James no, Harden. No, uh, Arizona State. Arizona State. Uh, what's his name? I got mixed up. Uh, Tony. Um, Tony. What's his name? Same class was Florida State. You remember who I'm talking about? No. Oh, man. Tony Douglas. Do you remember Tony Douglas? Oh, okay. Florida, Florida, Florida State? There we go. Tony Douglas, Florida State. Okay. That was, that, that was the yeah. same class. But James Harden was Arizona State. See what I'm saying? It just, it, I don't think the school really matters in terms of that. I know you want to always compare the powerhouses up there, like Kansas and stuff like that. I mean, Nick Collison was, has been an NBA player for umpteenth years. He played at Kansas, was a good team. Kirk Heinrich, same thing. But I, you know, you're going to have your, your, your gems. You're going to have – I yeah. mean, who else has come out of Davidson that you can think of other than Steph Curry? Absolutely cannot. Yeah, you can't. No way. UCLA, you can name a few. North yeah. Carolina, you could definitely name a few. Well, Vince Carter, Rasheed Wallace. Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. James Worthy. I mean – Raymond I mean, Felton. Yeah. A lot of He's guys. Kentucky has Anthony Davis. John Wall, Eric Bledsoe, Willie Cauley-Stein's now a Jamal starter. Jamal Mashburn. Absolutely love that. I mean, I, there, there are some guys from there, but none of, them, none of them are champions when it comes to the NFL. Or when it comes to the NBA, no, and I don't, I don't, I, and that's where he's going with that. I is see where he's going. You're getting a good talent because the coach at Kentucky has always been really good, but you're not getting champions. Like there's something just a bit off. Anthony Davis could go his whole career not not win a ring. I think that's very possible. You know, so I mean, he's just gonna be another statistic. I know that's like crazy. most most black folks are right. Another statistic, and there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason though that. Champions are considered a Hall of Fame type caliber. Generally, not saying Dion Branch is, but I'm just Dion Branch. What do you have something against Dion Branch? I guess a you lot. You do. I guess a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's just I, that, you, there, there's 
there says something. If you're the best player on the championship team, there's there's something to say for that. Yeah. And I don't know if Davis and Cousins and Wall and Bledsoe and, and Mashburn even at the time. I don't know if there's something to say for that. Rondo wasn't even the best player on his team when they won titles. No. no Allen correct. and Garnett and Pierce. And Garnett never played college. <laughs> right. You know, so. So that's it, it's interesting. Really, to, I like to see the old high school team. That would be that would be nuts. And see what the old high school team is. A lot and of good see players. how many rings they've won. Yeah. I mean, Moses Malone, right? I mean, you have Kevin Garnett, you have LeBron James, you have, uh, just name a few. Oh, gosh, Tracy McGrady? <laughs> Tracy Jeez. McGrady, yeah, I drew a blank. So, yeah, DeMar- so DeMarcus Cousins and Kobe Bryant. So DeMarcus Cousins mm-hmm. going over to the Pelicans, did they, are they the same? Are they worse? Or do they get way better? Oh, man, I, I go back and forth with this in my mind. They get better, yes, because how do you not get better? But I don't think they're getting 30 games better. That's a lot. They yeah. might get 10, maybe 15 games better next year. So, I mean, I don't even know where they're at right now where the Pelicans are. Uh, they're not. They're definitely – I think they're at the 11th seed right now looking in. I think they have a similar record as the Timberwolves. And how many wins do they have? Do you know off the top of your head? Oh, gosh, 20, 20. 20, so at the end of the season – Cousins gets going. Let's say without Cousins, they win 30, 35. Is that, is that too much without Cousins? Okay, so they're sitting right now, and this is the New Orleans Pelicans are at 23. Sorry, they have more games played. 23 games. They are – the eight seed has 25 wins. So they're not that far out. So I would give them without Roughly Cousins to be around 35. Okay, so they're under 500. Yeah. You're saying under 500. So with him next year – so he's got to get rolling this year with him next year – could I see him at the 45, 50? Does it give him an extra 15 wins? I, I, I think so. So you're saying, now, um, I'm not a great at math, but I'm going to do it right here while I'm kind of looking at it. So they are currently at 57 games played, 82 in a single season. So mm-hmm. you, what is that looking? You're looking at them being under 500? I think so. Under 500 I, I think so. to finish the season out. I'm, I'm thinking 35 wins this year is about – I mean, they could maybe scrape through to 40 with Cousins towards the end of the season. Maybe they go on a little run, like, you know, five, six, seven games. You know, they win like, oh. And then everyone looks forward to them next year. They get a whole year under their belt to kind of figure it out. Okay. And so next year they come in and they're looking at – I mean, they're an instant uh, contender for a playoff spot next year. I don't think they're going to get there this year. I mean, they could. If, I mean, if, if certain things roll through, I mean, if, if they get thirty-five or forty wins, are they making making the eight? Probably not, right? Um, if they get thirty-five or forty wins, they probably get in the eight spot. The, but the one thing I know is big... they will be better than the Magic will be next year. Oh gosh, dude! The, my personal opinion. This is my personal. I think the Magic are the second worst team in the yep. NBA, and that's not Behind even a hard Nets, sell. Right? Because they're right ahead of the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> Who are the worst team yeah. by far in the NBA? This Even the season? Sixers are better than they are. That, exactly. The Sixers are actually better than the Magic in terms of winning percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think overall, if Embiid plays, Embiid's been banged up. Joel Embiid, who was a first round over or first overall pick two years ago. Yeah. Um, he's been injured in the last two and a half weeks. So they've struggled of late. They're actually, um, what is that, three of seven in the last 10. He is the difference maker on that team. And I think if he comes back, they're definitely better than the freaking Magic. Yeah. I actually had a text with my buddy the other day, Shrog, if you're listening. Uh, I, kinda, I didn't say – I didn't bet. I almost did, but I kind of like thought about it. But I didn't. I definitely didn't. 
is I said the Sixers could make the eight spot, but then Embiid got injured shortly after yeah. that, and they and they kind of had a free fall. But Cousins got traded to the New Orleans Pelicans, so we'll see what happens. I'm with Jerry on this one in terms of I don't think anything really changes. They actually play this Thursday, which is whenever all the games yeah. resumes. They are not on national television. But interesting to see if, A, Cousins plays and how well they do play. We'll see how they Well, that's perform. the cool thing about basketball is, is you can pick a guy up one day and play him the next day. Yeah, like, it's cool. Even if you don't know the offense or defense, just get him out there and let him, let him do his Especially thing. Especially somebody like Cousins. I mean, th- they could go on a on a, a little tear. I say a little tear, not, not like they're going to go undefeated, but they could – I mean, they could somehow squeak into the eight. No I, question. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think there's a, there's some time there because that's Anthony Davis's team. The Nuggets right now, the Denver Nuggets right now, sit at the eight spot. So that's easily that could easily be obtained. Oh yeah, it's the Nuggets. Yeah. Um, but they have the Rockets on Thursday. They actually just obtained Lou Williams from the nice. Lakers. Yeah, probably sixth man, maybe not now. I don't know. Lou Williams having a good, very good year off the bench. Either very way, so you have that coming up this Thursday. Now this weekend. Um, Jerry and I have been talking about this off and on probably for the last couple of weeks. We've been mentioned on the podcast. Can't wait. As a Daytona 500. What? Um, actually, before we started today, I asked him about the Can Am. Yes. I don't know if it's the Can Am, whatever. It's the Can Am Duels or something like that. Can Am yeah. Duels, I something believe, like is that, the yeah. official name. Yeah. Um, now, that's what I am most interested in. I, I don't. I think I'm going to be able to. I think I'm going to unfortunately miss. The race on Sunday because uh, work has to be involved. But work sucks. Work sucks. But Thursday Can Am, I looked it up because I have no idea what it is. I didn't even know it happened. Yeah. Now this does this happen most years? Every year. This happens every year. So now they have to give you an idea. So this is I'll explain it to you in my terms because I am NASCAR retarded. That's a good <laughs> word. <laughs> I am slow. Okay. Well, that's, the, that's the unpolitically correct way to say. I know it is. Unless I'm, you're Donald Trump, you can say whatever you want. Correct. Well, I am. I'm the word re, retarded means slow. I am slow at learning this particular topic. This Can-Am duels is everyone but the first and second place guys that will start the race. And this year, and correct me if I'm wrong as I say this, this year it is Dale Earnhardt Jr. as two. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. As two. Who's number one for the second year in a row? And number one is my favorite, also a favorite yes. of yours as well. Austin, if you're listening, also a favorite is Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott, man. I had him a lot last year to win a lot of different races. He's number one. And so they do not race in this race. Correct. Okay. So now it's three through 38. Yep. So that leaves, um, I'm not sure, is it four spots in the back or two? Uh. Oh man, that's a, that's a good question. Okay, they, so they, they changed it up a little bit this I year. What I from what I read is they have I think it's either two to four, kind of what they call open spots in terms of like that guys can get in, like rando dudes like me or you or whatever. Yeah. Um, they kind of have all the already those names selected. They do that every year. Okay, like they're, they're, there's like a lottery sort of like you know deal. You, yeah. Okay. So three through thirty-eight. So Can Am duels, which I think this is really cool. I just want to watch just to kind of get into it. So I'm actually going to really kind of map out my Thursday and get ready for this. Yes, Corey Oxley has not done this entire life. I am going to sit and watch this. So on Thursday at seven is what it starts. What? Are you really? Yeah, I'm really fired. We got to get together and watch this. That's dude. why I'm trying to talk okay. to you before the thing okay. because I am like literally yeah. getting fired up, dude. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to clap my hands here. Here's what's so cool about it because 
this is the first time that they're taking the the, the Can Am. It's 150 miles, right? Okay, they're, the first time they're taking this and awarding points exactly to the racer and the team. You're taking my thunder here. My bad. <laughs> it's Dude, okay, that's though. so that's so, so great about that. it because normally it's just like, oh, okay, it's a race. You figure out where you're gonna get. They're gonna give points to the to to the team right. and the racer. Not a ton though for the championship. If I read it right, now I read it real quick. I was having a beer and you know yeah, I was. Yeah. Gonna, I think if you finish now this. I'll explain it first. Hold on, let me explain it first. Okay. okay, my bad. So there's two races called duels. There's two races. Race one, Jerry said 150 miles. Mm-hmm. Race one, three through 38 guys, over. Let's just say Jerry and I were doing it. Jerry finishes fifth in that race. I actually kind of finished first-ish, whatever, third. How do you want to look at it? I finished yeah. first. Jerry's finished, whatever, third in the race. That is our polling position for the second race that is after that. Yes. Okay. All right, cool. I got that right. Yeah. So so when we started, Jerry and I are at the front kind of going to battle it out for the final hoorah. Okay? Yeah. So and then we, we hash it all out again, and then what do we finish at the end of the second one? And that's what your, that's what your shit is. <laughs> yeah. Pulling position, I should say, for the final race or Sunday's race at 2 o'clock or whatever. Yeah. 3 o'clock, I think. I'm not even sure what time it is. It starts. But so here's the thing. If you finish 10th, you receive 10 points, mm-hmm. I believe is what I read. So there are, there's not a ton, but there are points that contribute to your final. I look at it in terms of golf, correct me if I'm wrong, kind of FedEx Cup points. Yeah. Kind of an idea. If you finish bit. first, you get a shit ton. Yeah. So yeah, if you finish first, you get a lot of points. I don't, I don't really know. But anyway, you get points towards your final tally that will be at the end of the season for get, to get you into the playoffs and. All that. So this has implications on it. Not a ton, but let me just give you some incentive. So I am ready for this. I like the I, – I don't know if this is kind of my calling for the NASCAR race in terms of me watching and getting into it. But since it kind of gives me a breather, 150 miles isn't a ton of – that's not a long race. And it's kind of like – and they got a cool name for it, duels. Kind yeah. of like that. Yeah. And, you know, and they kind of hash it out for a little while, take a little break. And then they hash it out for the finals. I love that. I love the idea. So I am. I and it's at nighttime. Mm-hmm. I'm getting pumped up for this. I've I've looked it up. I'm 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 all in. And because I know the truck that's on Thursday, the truck series comes in on Friday, and then you got your uh, Xfinity now. It's called Xfinity series Xfinity. on Saturday. Well, you know what's cool, and, and let me tell you something, man. Because uh, I've I've been down there. They call this Speed Week. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what yeah. it is. And if you've never come to Daytona for Speed Week, it's very expensive to get a hotel for the entire week. You know, don't stay in Daytona; stay on the outskirts and, and Uber in or drive in or something. But I mean, there's all kinds of races, and it, it kind of builds up. The Can Am's on Thursday, and they got something going on Friday, and there's something going on Saturday, and boom, the big race, Daytona 500, is here on Sunday. And I am jacked, dude. We we, we did fantasy last year. And I was just kind of getting into NASCAR, you know, fantasy last year. You were getting into it. Austin was getting into it. Yeah. And uh, tag Austin if if you, if you haven't done that. Oh, um, well. You know, but Austin did really well. And there were certain drivers. I, I can't remember who it was, but there was somebody that he was like, oh, man, it's a UCF guy. I'm like, that's cool. I think he was uh, rocking the Target last year, the Target car. I, I can't remember. Is Almondinger or it was someone like that? I That's was like, my man. Don't even know what like, he drives. Dude, this guy's from UCF. And so I started like getting him in my fantasy, even though I I, I shouldn't have. Um, but, uh, you know, 
NASCAR is cool. It's not the NFL. It's not basketball. It's not golf. It's just fun to watch. And if you ever get an opportunity to go and, and, and yeah, Derek. Stay La Quinta. <laughs> yeah, because we used to, we, yeah, uh, there's history there with me and Derek, man. Hey, what's up, bud? Um, you know, if you get a chance to go. To go, try to get the hot passes. Well, that's what everybody should do. Yeah. I haven't You really that. should. I'm going to be on that. I'm, I'm standing from me to you. If, you if, if you see this here on Facebook, I'm standing from me to you right. where the guys are changing the tires. I'm standing at the wall. And that is cool. And there's like lug nuts zipping by you, you know, and they have you sign this little yeah. waiver that says, you know, if one punctures your eye, it's not our fault. You're I, the one that got the hot pass. I like the story you told me is where you got to, uh, you know, do the squats with the, with the thing, you know, in a gasoline yeah, dude. tank. I mean, you know, it's so funny because <laughs> there's always a lurch looking guy. He's like seven foot nine. He's this <laughs> wide and he picks up this like 18 gallon gas tank, you know, just full of yeah. gas. And they jam it in there, and he's got the big apron on. It's all fire retardant. He's like, Ugh, and then they take off, and it's just leaking everywhere. It's, it's like, and then you you kind of sit there, and, and like on the side of you know you got the um, you got the guy that's up there. He's in the little booth, and he's he's looking at videotape and stuff, and he's got his wife up there, right. uh, the crew chief, right? Crew, crew chief's chief. up yeah. there, yeah. and down below is all the toolboxes, and there's other monitors, and all the guys in the pit crew are like, uh, watch him go around and around and around and around. And around. So much fun watching go around and around. And on the side, the guy that 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 that, that hits the lug nuts, he's practicing. Oh yeah, that's dope. On this little hub, he's just yeah. That's crazy. And he, he takes him off, puts him back on there, and does it like he's doing that for hours. Hey, you're up. He's got his little knee pads on. He jumps over the yeah, puts his helmet on. <laughs> it does it, man. It's really a cool experience. And when you see that and how the cars go through and what they're measuring. To make sure all the cars are the same, the aerodynamics are all the same. You know, the the height from the ground to the bottom of the car has to be the same. They're checking all of that, and when you really get into it, you just go, "Wow, there's a lot more to NASCAR than just going around and around in circles." What's cool about Daytona is coming out of Turn Four into that straightaway. That's where all the wrecks happen. People love Daytona for Turn Four. That's it. And I'm sorry if I got too excited to start talking over you. No, but it's no. Just, it's Daytona I was, 500. I have man. heard that the story about being involved with the hot passes before. Now, my life goal is still to, and you know, be in the hot pass area to experience this. But I'm all over it. No, it, when you told me that story, I was like, it was funny when Jerry told me because we were smoking a cigar and we were drinking. This is probably about a, almost a year ago now, I'm sure. Wow. I was just sitting there like. Yeah. I was like staring because I was like, why have I not experienced this activity how do you not have a buddy that is a nascar official i i i i don't but i know people that can do hot passes i just did not know this was like dude it's literally lebron dunking on somebody yeah we're (laughs) we're like like you're here i'm looking at the so based on here yeah you're to my left we're just kind of walking like yeah what's up yeah thing and then you're like oh look at that there's uh there's jeff gordon Sitting right there where my blinds are at. And you're like, oh, really? Yeah. Can I get a picture? Hey, Jeff. Like, he just jumps out of his chair. Hey, man. Yeah, picture. Yeah, man. Like, you're up? walking right here to you and like, yeah, oh, Jeff Gordon. There's these guys. And that's what's so cool. Danica, you'll never get. She's just, I I, uh, I like the vision. Danica's always just kind of naked in a trailer somewhere. You know we'll what I mean? We'll go like, with that. We'll go with that. Yeah. I hope that. She's doing GoDaddy commercials in her trailer, right. you know, with the little cutoff shorts. Still I'm just getting like, that paper naked. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I, I, I picture Danica Patrick. I mean, yeah. it's just, she's so hot. But every driver's about this tall. 
Right. That's kind of like jockeys for a horse. Yeah, you, yeah, that's a good way to. That's better than what I was going to say. I was going to say soccer players, but jockeys are like five yeah. foot. Well, yeah, you're starting to come out like <laughs> seven feet. foot tall, but you're like, okay, that's a little guy. They that's are a little girl. Small a little guy. voodoo. Yeah, <laughs> but it was so cool. Like the the, the guy I knew Anthony, he actually uh, he was going to take us out on the berm there where it says Daytona 500. Oh, okay. Yeah, and let us stand there as the cars were running running around. And he's like, ah, let's go. And we're like, where are we going? So Kendra and Greg and, and Chris and I were like, oh, we're going to go out here. So we started walking out uh, in, in where the pit, you know, the pit stops are at. Yeah. Get ready to go in the berm. And he goes, ah, we got to get back. I'm like, why we got to get back? And then he goes, uh, because it's dangerous because coming out of turn four, this yeah. is where everyone wrecks and slides. No in doubt. That berm. In the deal. Yeah. But I was like, I would be, I would pay money to get hit by a car. Dude, if you get, if you died on the Daytona 500 logo, you're the most badass person on earth. Absolutely. And my wife gets nothing because I signed a waiver. Dude, you're <laughs> such a badass. That would be so cool. Like, they were out there having a good time and got hey, hit by man, a car. What, why are you doing a podcast by yourself? Well, the story is that Jerry died on the yes. logo. You know what's getting nailed by Chase Elliott? Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and what's so cool is there's so many cameras in the car as you would see my face at the windshield with a smile. Yeah, like, Derek with a beer, Gore's like, <laughs> die a happy guy, and man. you're like flying through the air, ragdoll style with a smile. <laughs> See y'all. It, it's the way. It, it's kind of like going and getting courtside tickets to the Magic game, where you're four rows back and LeBron's yeah. from me to you, and you're just like, wow, this is really See, cool. I almost would think that's way cooler, just because of the action and the so much going what? on. What, being courtside at a Magic game? No, no. Who cares? They're horrible. It doesn't matter if it – I'm saying being hot passes in NASCAR. That's better. Yeah, it really is because you get to be there beforehand. And, you know, everyone's in the stands. You know, I, I say turn four because that is the wreck turn for the Daytona 500 and the, the Coke Zero, whatever, on July 4th. Coming out of four – it just that's where all the accidents happen. So when you're sitting in the stands, you're like, oh, there's a, yeah, we saw you watching TV. Like, oh, there's nothing better. And, and, and I'm going to show you guys here on 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 Facebook Live. You're sitting over here in the stands, okay? You're watching the racers come through, being on the chain link fence, down by pit row, when they wipe out, and you're wondering if they're going to hit the fence, and you're you're within 15 <laughs> feet of that accident. That's different than being 100 yards from the accident because you're up in the stands. It is a whole different I, – I, my old cell phone, I've, I've got videotape of that, man. When when um, uh, Truex Jr. come out in the Napa car, comes around four, just eats it, man. Just He just loses it in the back end and, just, and you see all the dirt kicking up and you see the, the front axles go behind. Like You don't see that stuff when you're up in the nosebleeds. No, you, you don't. You see that when you're, when you're 15 feet away. You're like, holy hell, that just happened. It now, was awesome. Do if you're if you sit in the crowd stands bleachers whatever, do you does everybody get the? No, you got you you got to buy those. You got to buy those. Yes. How much do those cost? Uh, you can get them really cheap, man. Probably thirty forty bucks. You're ba- all you're buying. Are you is a, renting the? You can rent them, but you're best to buy them because for what you're going to pay to rent, you might just buy the big headphones like uh, I have on now. Okay. And you get your scanner, and you go. I'm a. Uh, Dale Earnhardt is on 17. 17. Oh, really? And you hear everything going on between the crew chief and, and, and Dale Earnhardt. You hear no it all. Way. And you can just switch around. You can do all that How stuff. How much is to buy the giddy up on that? Uh, for the scanner and everything, you're probably in for 100 bucks. Really? But you're. you're, you're can you, you get that a, on Amazon before you go? Probably for a lot cheaper, yes. Did you really, though? I'm serious. I, yes. I, I asked that jokingly, yes. but now I'm serious. Yeah, you just get a, It's a normal scanner. 
Really? Yeah. Oh. And they're on like, like a police scanner almost. Yeah, like, yeah, they no. carry here like, and, like the things you put in your truck yeah. for the truckers. That's basically what you're, yeah, you're buying. Oh. A CB radio scanner, and you get to hear oh, okay. all that stuff going on. I didn't and know it was that simple. My bad. You can subscribe to it if you have Sprint. You can subscribe to uh, that, and you can get whatever channel you want and just plug your beats well, yeah, why did I not think into of that? it. You yeah. can do the same thing. If you have Sprint, or you can subscribe to a kind of like a NFL channel or NFL Network or Red Zone channel, you can subscribe to the same stuff. Oh, and that, it gives you a whole different experience with that. No question. You know, and I, I've heard that was cool. I, I'm assuming you've done that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was, was that what? Like, for example, if I was going for the first time and I actually sat in the crowd of the stands of the bleachers, would would I get that? Would that be a good idea? Yes, that is a good idea. Yeah, I think it is. It just it gives you something to listen to. And what's cool about any race, and I've been to like Martinsville, I've been to Daytona, I've been to um, Richmond, I've been to a lot of different okay. places. Yeah. And every the cool thing about NASCAR is you bring your own beer. So you can bring. You told me this. My bad. Cooler. Okay. My bad. Cooler. I had. I have a Buccaneers giant round. It fits like fifteen of these cans. So I could bring my Arctic up in there. Yes. Could fill it with as much beer as you can. I have to. Yes. And what happens is when you sit there, you lean forward, you got your elbows on your knees. Right. The next guy is leaning back. The guy next to him, elbows on knees. And as soon as you see everyone kind of like the wave move forward, you move back. So now you're sitting back. The guy to the right and the left of you has got his elbows on his knees. And about every 15 or 20 minutes, they just kind of rotate back. Why are we doing that? So that way... Because you, they cram so many people. Oh, in there. okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, like, okay, okay. Like, like it, it, it's 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 like in a cockpit. You're just kind of sitting there, and you're like, okay, well, I don't want to sit like this the whole time. So you put your hand, you know, elbows on your knees. Okay, cool. And the guys to the right of you and the left of you, he's get, he gets all the room, and all of a sudden, everyone shifts. They all do the same thing, and you sit back and go, oh, this is nice. Oh, and they move back, but why, it really doesn't matter. So I thought I thought people stand and drink and scream. No, can uh, you do that? Is that dude, an etiquette? I, I was at Martinsville. And uh, it's a it's, it's a quarter mile track, thirty eight cars in a quarter mile track. Okay. It's like bumper to bumper all the way around, and they start and they just go around and around and around. Okay. I had a guy drinking Bud Light. Uh, he was about ten down and and two levels down from me, two rows down. And every time Daryl Earnhardt Jr. would come around, he would chug a Bud Light. So me and my brother Terry. I was like, I said, T, man, I don't think he's going to make it through about 15 laps. Because no as soon as he comes around, he's chugging a beer. He chugged 15 of those beers all the way around. He sat down. I mean, and we were we were five minutes into it. He sat down, and he threw up all over the people in front of him about four times. Just, oh, just throw up everywhere. And so that, to me, is cool. I mean, just being at a race and seeing like That's guys what I throwing up and shit like that is just fun. Um, my boss that I work with, he told me, he goes, dude, the, the people – and the atmosphere around you is almost just as crazy or worth it as it is watching the the tailgate. I would pit a tailgate for let's just say the Daytona 500 because it's coming up this weekend against a Florida Georgia game all day long. No way. Yeah, they drink a hell of a lot more. I got to do it, and it goes for a week because the guys are yeah. here watching the, the the race on Sunday. Have been here since this last Sunday, camping and parking, and that's what they do for the whole week see this is my kind of sport oh i'm dude. just not watching it dude it, it, it's cars going around 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 circles people drinking it, it's 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 hot redneck chicks i mean that's what it's about man. no there's nothing wrong with that and that's i, I like it i mean that's that's why thursday 
for the Can-Am Duel. I'm, I'm fired up for it. Now, I can't wait. Have you have you looked at your DraftKings at all? Have you have you set that? I mean, do they do it? I'm, do they even do it for the Can-Am Duel? Uh, I haven't looked. I reserve okay. one for the uh, for the 500. I've got a reserve so in there right. for five oh, bucks. Yeah, in. I haven't. It hasn't opened the lineup yet because I don't know that they don't know where everyone's going to be. We're shaking out. Yeah, so it probably won't be until late Thursday, early Friday morning before I can actually choose who I want. Oh, okay. I, I just I want to know. I haven't looked. I don't know if they have it for the Can-Am Duel. I'm assuming probably so. not. I don't think so. Probably want it for the main thing. Now, do they do? I don't know. You may remember from last year. Do they do it for the Xfinity series or no? No, so no, no Xfinity. NAS, or I'm sorry, Monster. Monster only. Does that does that make a difference? Do because because they have kind of they always have their normal audience for the season. They get pretty good up uptick and up an audience for the uh, the Toyota 500 being yeah. the World Series or Super Correct. Bowl, whatever you want to call it. Does does the Monster Energy? I know we touched on this Sunday, slower on way on Sunday, a couple Sundays ago. Does this? Does it make a difference moving forward? Do you think they get a better audience or no? No, because, I mean, they, they, they don't have uh, DraftKings for D-League basketball and NBA. No. And that's kind of what Xfinity Series is or the Craftsman Truck Series. It's, it's all D-League. It's all up-and-comers. They don't have uh, DraftKings for that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to really get into it, you can do MMA or you can do uh, EA Sports, which is gamers. I've done that. I've never lost money on gamers. <laughs> Ever esports? I've, yeah, I've, I've, I think we all did that in my living room one day. Like, we oh, did randomly. One, yeah. It was like, oh, let's just all do it for fun. No, we did it for fun. Yeah, I don't know who Hotshot Forty Five is, but he, he won me some money <laughs> playing Halo Five, whatever that is. We'll probably never get to watch it, but they're going to tell you what they're playing. It's amazing when you start chugging gin straight out of the bottle. Ooh, what your yeah. body will want to do with mm-hmm. your life. That that was not the last time you drank gin. The, the the there's about two shots left of that gin sitting in my cabinet. That was, we haven't. That was a good gosh, day. I don't even. I don't remember that day. Really? I mean, I do. I remember like Shit. me because we had it. We had a cooler. Yeah. I remember the gin was in the cooler with beer. Yeah. And I said, "Hey, I'm just gonna start hitting this." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Me too." And that's when we didn't really know each other that well. Then I think we were just it was like our fourth time, third time hanging out. Hell yeah! And next thing you know, we're just we're just sitting. <laughs> Trading off, you take one, I take it up. You take one, you take, I take it. And next thing you know, we're slurring and swaying. We got a podcast, <laughs> and we got a. Jen will do some months crazy later. Things. We got a podcast. <laughs> Gosh, man, I cannot believe that Jen's still alive. Uh, I haven't. Uh, probably real good now. <laughs> oh man, it's aged. That's aged. And you know what was sitting in your cooler because the, the the label's kind of half peeled. Yeah, it's got some white on the black. Man, I love good. that. Yeah. I love that. I still got a little bit like two shots of of of. of rum i think in this closet behind me really yeah that, that one was sitting right here i think it's like two shots i think i almost did it but i didn't do it oh i'm pretty sure it's still i'm I pretty saw the sure yeah i may have one of those nights where you go i'm out of alcohol uh, yeah that's right and then you kind of just splurge on raid that. my pantry so the thing that happened today that was late and i didn't have it on the script that it, i absolutely went ballistic is mitch Kupchak was fired by the lakers he's the lakers gm yeah which i thought i would never see that day um, that was the guy who resigned, um, resigned, I should say, extended Kobe Bryant to that ridiculous contract that prevented them from being any good ever again after he turned 35. But they fired him and hired Magic Johnson yeah. as their president of basketball operations. That was today. What are your feelings on that? Worst decision. 
You don't like it at you, all. You, why? I love magic. I just I don't think that's the right decision. Right. I figured you'd be kind of on board with it because magic knows, you know, he's a great, great player of all time for sure. Um, I got to there's not many all star multiple ring NBA champions that have been great GMs. Most of them, their egos are too big and they get in the way. Jordan with the, with the, with, with Charlotte is never going to win a championship. His ego is way too big. Uh, well, he's an owner. He's not the GM, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Larry has done really well. I think the bird has done, done exceptionally well for what he's doing. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what they're expecting to do. So you bring in a general manager uh, in, in, in Magic Johnson for what? I mean, what are you going to do with the Lakers? What, what is he going to do that the other GM really didn't do? Well, the thing that ticks me off about it, what is he going to do that the other GM didn't do? From what I gathered, and I don't know if he's serious about this or if he had an inside information, is he said last week that he's going to bring Kobe Bryant in immediately, whether it's for a day or for the next umpteenth years. And I was like, are you serious? The guy that destroyed your team that last year to two years, you're going to bring him in either as a player, front office guy, consultant, guy to sit on the bench and pat players on the back. And ha- he said he, his, his quote was, he understands players today. No, he doesn't. No, no he, he doesn't. I, I, not anymore. Maybe he did, but players don't come out of high school anymore. Plus, he's almost he's working on 40. Plus, he, I, I don't bring, think bring Kobe in the front office to be some sort of a mentor, a, a quality control, like like bring the young guys in and even teaching the birds, you know, the the birds and the bees. I mean, what, what do you do? What do you do with that? I think I think it's too early for Kobe to come in. I think he still wants to come in and play, even though he physically his knees and that can, cannot. Let him enjoy retirement. Now, you can call, if you're magic, call him on occasion. Be like, hey, man, what do you think I should do? Hey, man, how do I get these guys motivated? Sure, whatever. I have no problem with that. I mean, everyone's going to call your boys for recommendations or whatever. Leave him out of it. You're, I believe he's part owner of the Dodgers. Who? Magic Kobe? Johnson. Magic, magic Johnson. Magic is, yeah. So that's kind of how it started. Yeah. So now he's president of basketball operations for the Lakers. I think Dodgers should be at least a little bit worried on that front, but that's another topic. But it, I, I think he'll make a. I, I think he'll do the Dodgers well. He has because I, have I mean you you not necessarily the sport that you were brought up in. Do you do well in when you get into an upper position like he is as a GM slash president slash right? I'm Jenny Buss's best friend. Yeah, you know. But sometimes with a different sport, it goes back to. Uh, because I just literally forgot his name, the general manager or, or the for the for the Cubs. We we had the conversation. Oh, the Epstein, yeah. Okay, I mean, you said you would take him and put him in as the Browns GM. Yeah, right. I would out of baseball because you know how to win. You know how to build a team. Yes. So him going to the Dodgers and and doing for the Dodgers, I think that I think that's good because there, there's certain intangibles you have as a champion as a winner. That you bring in, I think being at the Lakers, that's where he grew up in. It, I, I don't know what Magic's going to do. It's just it's not going to sell any more tickets because you can't really sell any more tickets for the Lakers. I mean, they're sold out every year, right? The, so what are you really doing? I mean, what what is he going to bring? I, and that's why I'm, I'm what he brings is the persona to attract big free agents. Is that true? 
That's what he's bringing. He, oh, it's magic. He, he wants me. He doesn't, but the Lakers do. You don't think Magic Johnson has any influence no. at all to bring Russell Westbrook back no. to L.A.? He played at UCLA. We just talked about that earlier. No influence at all. Magic None. Johnson. None. 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 I don't think he has any. Any. I mean, what's he going to do? Go go and recruit Kevin Durant, Clay. What's, what's, who's going to really re- recruit that someone goes, wow, Magic Johnson really wants me. He sees something in me. Maybe a D-League player would, would go. But a superstar ain't going to go to Lakers because of Magic Johnson. They'll go to Lakers because, hey, LeBron, why don't you come to Lakers? You will be the man. It's the place where you can build your brand ten times what you've already built. You can go from half a billion dollars to $3 billion in about three years. Well, yeah, you would go at that point. Not because Magic says so, but because it's the damn Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. And they don't have a super. They've had a superstar for as long as I can remember. I mean, since back in, I mean, Jesus, in the 70s. I'm going to say before Kobe was. Magic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I mean, Kareem. 70s. I mean, that's that's as far back as I can recollect. Now, there, there's other superstars there before then. But as far as I can remember as a young tyke, that, I mean, that's where it goes. This is the first time Kobe left. They have nobody. But I don't think it's bringing an old dog in. It's not bringing DeMarcus Cousins. It's not bringing LeBron. It's not bringing those guys in. Now, would LeBron be smart to go to the Lakers? Yes. His brand goes from here to there. No, it goes anywhere. I don't think so either. But, I mean, it's that kind of guy that you have to bring in. Dwight Howard experiment didn't work. They were hoping no. it was going to work. I mean, is that where Westbrook goes or Harden goes? Dude, I mean, that would take their brand to a different level. I think. Damian Lillard? Maybe. Absolutely, maybe. Someone like that? I mean. I think they got a lot of work to do. And I think I think the reason that they've hired Magic is for that type of attraction. I think that's what they hired him for. I think that's the approach. I hate the hire. I think it was name value hire. Because, I mean, look, you got Elway, you got John Lynch coming in that role now. Yeah. Now Magic Johnson's kind of doing a similar role. Michael Jordan kind of has taken a role like that with uh, Charlotte Hornets. It's taken a really long time to get there. Looks like that with Kimba Walker and different pieces like Batum and Zeller, he's kind of gotten a playoff team, still not a championship team. Magic Johnson, I think, is a, I think he's kind of going to be an impulse guy. Uh, whatever knee jerks his body – to, to pull the trigger on might be scary. I wouldn't be surprised to see Mello there, and it's the same Knicks 2.0 at the Lakers. I was thinking Mello, but but Magic ain't that dumb. You don't think he's that stupid? No, I think he's all. that stupid. No, Magic's a smarter guy. He's, I think he would give away Russell and Ingram or some shit like that to get somebody like Mello. Uh, I think it, he would. It, it just depends on what him and Jenny talk about behind closed doors. Yeah. Are they talking about making money? Or are they talking about putting a contender together? I think, considering he played for the Lakers and won championships, I would think contender is probably pretty high I mean, on his list. Who's worth half a crap with the Lakers? I mean, Russell's pretty good. I wouldn't say he's ever going to be great. I think he's at max potential. He's a good player. Good player. I'll, I'll he's a good player. That. He could be a top 15, borderline top 10 point is, guard is in the, the NBA. Is but he, he the be. superstar on your team? No, he's not. Not at all. He's a support player. But he's definitely a good player. He'll start on, on a lot of teams in the NBA, but you're not going to say he's the star player or whatever. Brandon, Ewan, Brandon Ingram could be. It's really early for him. It's going to be a year or two from now that he becomes even in his own. Uh, Jordan Clarkson can shoot the crap out of the ball. The dude can score. Larry Nance Jr. could be a sixth man in the NBA. 
they have pieces that are, are what, what do you like Julia Rand, you like Julius Randall? I do. You like Julius Randall? I, I do. I think he could be a solid option third option. And and all these guys, <laughs> all these guys are are support players. Good support players. They are. But they're not your star player. They're not the guys going Only maybe and I, I I'm heavy on the maybe star players Brandon Ingram and I'm going to go with maybe. And he's not the guy that's going to the that's going to give you the the magic, the Kobe. The, no, he will not. Th- that's what they're looking for. That's I don't know. I, I I don't know how. I don't know if Magic can evaluate talent like that. I don't know that. That's he can. a big deal too. He's never been in the NBA in this role to evaluate talent. Michael couldn't. Clearly, no. Michael cannot. He cannot. He cannot. His ego is too big. Yeah, John Elway actually kind of. He was at the Arena League for a while and is around, and he Elway, ended up actually being pretty damn good. Elway can't evaluate talent. His people evaluate talent very well. Well, he well if he got, Magic can support him or surround himself with people like Elway has. It's kind of like I don't know that 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 Peyton Manning can evaluate talent. I think his ego gets in the way. You know what I mean? And, and you can pass on guys, miss on guys, cut guys. I mean, you just you either have it or you don't. Well, he was smart to get rid of Osweiler, so let's give him credit there. Mo- yeah. <laughs> Most superstars cannot get their ego out of the way and dumb themselves down to be a GM. You know what I mean? And, and maybe that's part because you just don't have a good uh, – you don't have good – I don't know. What am I looking for? Evaluators of talent. They, they, they – Good scouts. You, well, like, it's you putting people around you, that. scouts. And, I mean, I, I don't know Magic personally. I don't know his, um, his his connections, his networking. He may know a lot of people that scout well. He may not. He may keep the same guys that he had under – that Mitch Kupchak had. I don't know. I mean, who, who would do well with the Lakers? Clay? Clay uh, Thompson be, be one Well, obviously with in. Luke Walt and a lot of those Warriors players, you would have to assume would, would play well under that system. But I think – you bring in Clay, knows the system. You need someone. I don't mind D'Angelo Russell as much. I, I like Russell a lot. You I, like Russell a lot. I, I like okay. him a lot. I, just, I was huge I don't, out of him. I, I don't think that he's the he's your he's the guy you're putting on the big poster on a skyscraper. You know what I mean? Like he that's not who you're trying to portray the exactly. Lakers to be. Lakers are showtime. Yeah. And Clay I, Thompson is showtime. His contract's coming up. I, I think that you almost get rid of Ingram, even though he could be somebody like a miniature Antetokounmpo, long arms, rebounds very well, can score, kind of getting to the basket. Um, he kind of looks for He kind of passes the ball all pretty well. He's got a lot of skills that could be there, but that's somebody with potential that you could trade off and get a, a love. I think Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook are the two guys that you could definitely go for in two years. I think LeBron's going to get sick of Love and he's gone, and Russell yeah. Westbrook's going to demand a trade in a year well, or two. And I think Westbrook, I think the Lakers could support his ego. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Could. Like I think that Westbrook could be there, and that would be Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy. They all meet up, and it's a reunion, and and they're going to have a good time. I also think that because um, I'm kind of just kind of going around the league. Jimmy Butler would be great with the Lakers. He says his name has come up. Yeah. His name has come and up. And those are two anchors that you need for the Lakers. One of those two guys would be really – I don't think Harden leaves. I think Harden loves Houston for some reason. I think he loves Mexican women. That's why he's staying there. I think Harden, there. especially with Dan Tony now, kind of re-energizing yeah. him in that team. I think he's there yeah. to stay. Especially they could – 
with Lou Williams, they could definitely make some noise. Yeah, I don't think Isaiah too. leaves the Celtics. I think he stays. I would uh, like to see him with the Lakers. I, I think that'd be dude. I'd love to see him with the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah, I'd like anybody with the Pelicans at this point. They need I mean, a lot of help, dude. Cousins, Davis, and, and and Thomas. I would take that all day. I just it, it. LeBron will get sick of love and and them not winning championships, and love will either demand a trade or he'll leave. And the Lakers will give up either some picks or some young bucks, and it'll be the UCLA round two. Westbrook, Love <laughs> in LA. What about DeRozan? DeRozan's is that he, is he ready to take that role? That's the thing about DeRozan. I, I love mean, him, man. Would you consider DeRozan a guy, either a, a franchise player or a superstar to build around? No, I, I I don't. I don't either. But if you take a if you take him and you put him in that role, could he do it? I love him about that. I, I absolutely love DeRozan. Uh, wow. Like 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 you know his role. But if you took him out and you put him in as you're the man, could he do it? I think he has that with the Raptors, but you just don't have it at Toronto. You don't. It's but guess just not what? there. They seem to pluck guys out. Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady. They, but they, they get rid of them because they can't keep them. Because Toronto. Because they, Toronto. They pluck these guys out, man, and they flourish for a couple of years. So I think you could pluck them out, put him with the Lakers maybe, and you might have something. I think it'll I love be, DeRozan, man. I really do. See, I'm the I'm the absolute opposite opposite spectrum. Don't like him. I think he's got a very good slash mid range game. He does that can shoot range with the three. He will never ever win you a freaking thing ever. You he's the Tracy McGrady, but a little bit better in terms of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals because the Eastern Conference is so bad. I think DeRozan will never ever. Here's LeBron. Obviously, he's a very high well, level. Yeah. DeRozan's still hanging out with the mid level guys. Yeah, but I mean, LeBron's on his own thing, man. Yeah, okay. I I, I think the Celtics could even beat the Raptors. DeRozan doesn't take me to that next level that I want some player like that. Sometimes you got to get somebody out of their environment to see what they can do. Get him out of their comfort zone. I'm not saying he's the end all be all. I'm not saying he could do anything with the Lakers. He may go there and just fall on his face. I'm just saying it's someone like that. If Magic was smart, go for it. I mean, what do you have to lose? They're the best friends with the owner. You ain't going to lose your job. Yeah, they don't have a lot to lose. And I, you can't go get DeRozan and, and, and bring him in and Jenny Buss go, oh, she doesn't even, she doesn't, man, she cares about getting her nails done, her hair done. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, all she no, cares about. She Magic, does. you make the decisions. I don't want to do this. That's why she brought him in because they're best friends. I don't want to handle this. Just give me my check every month. Let me move on. All right, Magic goes, well, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm the owner now. And if I'm the owner now, I have a chance to get DeRozan for cheap. I might take the gamble on it. May not be my Kobe, it's not my magic, but you don't know until sometimes you pull Chris Bosch or Tracy McGrady these guys out and go, Maybe. And if you throw it against the wall and it doesn't stick, fuck. You clean it up, you throw it in the trash. That's a trade. If you're going if you're going Lakers to Raptors, that could totally work out for both teams, because I'm assuming the Raptors probably get a pick or two. They would probably get either Ingram or Russell. One of them. Probably so, Russell. You'd have to give up Russell. Probably Russell, because everybody's high on Russell. Okay, that's fine. I'm picker two or Russell, and then probably a role player like maybe Larry Nance Jr. or somebody who's kind of a quality. Someone, someone, somebody's yeah. quality. And that would work out well for the Raptors with picks and a solid player and D'Angelo Russell. And then the Lakers get a all-star guaranteed. Yeah. And then maybe a random player yeah. like I don't but even know. You would have to you'd have to I mean You'd have to really evaluate your talent if you're like if you're Magic Johnson. You have to really evaluate your talent. And do I really have something here? 
You got a bunch of guys that can't play together. Exactly. I think they have something there. They just need to use it now to bring someone in. And I think that's where they're going to be. Find the guy, get rid of everybody else, and go, okay, here's my guy. And who do I want around them? Yeah. How do I build this around? Which one? Because if you go with, who is it, Parker? Yeah. Julius Randle. Randle. Sorry. Julius Randle. Go with Randle. You want to stick with Randle around this guy? Uh, You're going to have to put just a big lumbering center. I think just old school center. And that's how magic will go. Old school had, had Kareem for the longest time. So Mozgov is not your answer. No. And I love Mozgov. Yeah. Love him to death. He's not the answer. It's not Dwight Howard. So who's a, a, a no name center that can give you production and block shots and not, not tons, just a, just a, a, there's Mac Biombo. Uh, it could be, a C, <laughs> you need a C tier center. Someone to do dirty work. He's not going to, he's not Shaq. He's not going to get you 40 points a game. Biombo is your dirty work player. Could be. And the magic are probably not this year. Cause his contracts too high. Cause they're freaking stupid. Next year. We'll be one to get rid of that contract because they're trying to rebuild Lakers. If they actually get somebody worth the shit, and looking for a center like that, Piombo could be good. I mean, the Raptors are a developmental team. They develop good players for other teams. Oh, they so have, dude. They so and have. if the Raptors, if the Raptors stayed together, they're dangerous for the next couple of years. But and they gonna, have. They're going to start. I think Toronto just wants to make money because they'll, they'll they'll develop and go great. Develop great. They've developed very good players. Piombo actually got him a big tr- contract. Left. DeRozan's developed into a great player. All star. Kyle Lowry left Memphis, and then Toronto developed him, him into an all-star. I look at Rosen as – now, don't – he's not James Harden, okay? I, I'm not even going to put him in the same – Plateau. Yeah. Echelon. I mean, Harden's here, Rosen's here. Right. But James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant was on the same team for a couple of years. Who was better at that time? We didn't really know. Was it Durant? Was it was it Westbrook? Was it Harden? Harden leaves, becomes a superstar. Yeah. Rosen, for me, is the same spot that Harden was. Really? You leave, you have the chance of being a superstar. I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star or a superstar. I'm just saying, you leave Toronto, you go to Lakers, you have a really good chance to be the man. MVP talks in a couple of years. Like, you have that chance. Or you just go and you fall on your face. I think Durant's already a very good player and already I mean Harden was the sixth man on that, yeah. on that Thunder team. Yeah. I remember Abaka had his, I think, best defensive years by far on that Thunder team. So yeah. that team was so good. They just ran into a heat team that was just good or they better. It, it 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 busted their it just busted all their egos. I'm like, oh my god, we can't win. But if they would have stayed together, they would have won like fifteen championships. If they would have stayed together, if they would have won that title, which they almost should have, although the Heat team, Man. LeBron showed up that finals. They would have yeah. won Westbrook, maybe even Harden and Durant would still be together, maybe. Yeah. One of at least two out of three. At least two but out of three. You, you knew all three of them were superstars, but they were all three support players at the same time. Yeah. And they all like Harden leaves, becomes a just on a whole different level. I think Rosen's right there. If he stays with Toronto, he's exactly what he is in Toronto. If he leaves, he has a chance to take his stock into a different world. It'd be interesting to see what happens with that, with DeRozan moving forward. But we've gone way long on this, and we have nice. well, not way long, a little bit long, a little average facts lies in one yeah. truth time. 
Uh, Daytona 500 this weekend. Let's go. Uh, we'll be watching that K&M duel on Thursday. Let's go to that, too. Yeah. Let's, we're, we're let's just, go to Metallica. Let's go to Metallica. There Whitney, we go. if you're listening. Metallica. We're going to Metallica. Yeah. So, facts, lies, and one truth. We're going to be at blogspot.com. We're on iTunes. We're on Google. Uh, thanks. If you tuned into Facebook Live today, thank you. Thanks for all the support. Yeah. Appreciate all you got. Don't forget to vote in the Heisman ballot. We're going to do the winners, or the results, I should say, of that first round. We have eight teams. We're going to do the winners yep. next Tuesday. So, a week from today. So, you got a week to get it in. But don't forget the, the link's just below this uh, Facebook Live post. So, make sure you get your vote in. Make sure you tune in on Sunday. We will see you next week. See you. See you.